0: This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network.
1: Learn more at slashandcast.net. There are legends around here. I died in my G fucking King of the Zombies. Even if only in their own minds. <laughs> Forgotten, but not yet dead. I want to play a game. Some have tried to stop them. But they keep coming back. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers.
0: Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers Podcast. My name's is Isaiah, joined tonight by Sean. How are you doing today, sir? Pretty good, man. How about you? Not too terrible. Not too terrible. Um, been a quite the week. <laughs> um, weeks gone by really fucking quick, and
1: uh, yeah, it's been interesting. Um, but uh, how about you? Uh, stressful in personal life, man, which I don't want to get into, but just stressful, <laughs> right? But I've been outside of that man trying to distract myself so yeah (laughs) i finished up the castlevania show i think the third season was the best and it's just set up for another season and it's freaking great man okay like i don't want to say anything but there's just so much going on it's fucking it's just cool (laughs) they need to keep doing it and it makes me super excited about the terminator show they were talking about yeah definitely and I went on and I watched some old Lori Laughlin movies. I watched Rad, and then I just got um, the Blu ray for New Kids in the mail the other day. So, okay, okay. Those are both pretty good. Rad's awesome, and Ted's always <laughs> bragging about that. But I finally dug into that one. It's great.
0: I still have an open mind since I got it from the sale.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, finally, I was like, man, I got to watch this damn thing. It's great, man. That's one I just remember from when I was young. So, it's fun. Yeah. And, um, I got I got my Psycho Goreman pre-order, which I'm glad I normally don't pre-order movies I haven't seen, but mm-hmm. this one was worth it, man. It's a, I would give it a 4 out of 5, like okay, it's fun. Real fun, man. And then, <laughs> it's just it's got a corny ending, but it's like good corny. You just definitely worth a watch, man, if you love the B-cornball stuff.
0: All right, cool, cool. Cuz I got mine in the mail um Saturday, so uh Super excited to check that out because I've I've been wanting to see that since we first talked about it on the show. So um I'm super pumped to actually
1: check that out. Did you open it up? I have not yet. Uh inside, man, I don't think it's real, but it's like this it looks almost like the old Nintendo manuals, and it's like a catalog of all this psycho Gore Man theme stuff from the movies. Oh, so. <laughs> fucking cool. <laughs>
0: all right, I gotta open that sucker up tonight and check that out. And
1: um that's about it, man. Nah,
0: well, right. oh, that's
1: news. I guess I can wait on
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> sure, well, we'll definitely get into some uh, some news because I've I've got a couple things myself to kind of bring up. Um, for myself, uh, this week has been kind of a kind of all over the place. Uh, I, I I know I talked to you guys about this, but I spent like uh a, a whole day trying to buy a PS five this week, and uh, <laughs> I spent eight fucking hours between Amazon, which never released the fucking systems that they have because they almost have 50000 in stock. (laughs) Spent four and a half hours fucking refreshing to order that fucker for them to just be like, oh, we're not actually releasing him today like we were planning. And then Walmart did it, and I should have known better than trying to do Walmart with the whole fucking refreshing and then them doing it in waves every 10 minutes because that was a fucking shit show. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing, releasing
1: 500 units, and then they're going and... Like than a second exactly and then then Best Buy
0: had had a, a release that same day too and then I, I just fucking gave up I, I tried once I'm like you know what fuck it it's not even worth my time anymore I'm just so fucking yeah. over
1: it I know you're paying, dude that's why I gave up <laughs> I look at it as a blessing because it made me buy a switch which I, I love now
0: so. yeah I, I've
1: been fucking loving my
0: switch I mean, I do need to get the PS5 just because my PS4 is on its last legs, and I don't want to buy another fucking PS4 just to then end up buying a PS5 because that's just wasting more fucking money. Yeah. So I'm that hoping was I my c- main reason, too. I'm just trying to upgrade. Yeah. I'm I'm just trying to get mine before mine finally just kicks the bucket, and then I'm fucking screwed because I don't want to spend that money if I don't have to, you know, because that's <laughs> – an extra two to three hundred dollars that I don't want to spend if I don't have to. But so I spent a day doing that. Uh, on top of that, I've been kind of getting into Sea of Thieves with some of the people from the podcast network, um, and that's been a lot of fun. That's a that's actually a really fun game. At first, I didn't want to play it for the longest time when it was out, but it's so much fun just fucking going around, sailing around to different islands, and <laughs> you know, yeah. digging for treasure fighting with skeletons and then, you know, doing battles on the ships and whatnot and having to repair your ship while you're in battle. That gets very hectic, but a, but a lot of fucking fun. And um, beyond that, I've been doing a lot of Animal Crossing uh, still. I mean, that game's fucking addicting. And then uh, uh, beyond that, I I, I watched that, see, that because uh, I got SwearNet, um, like I was talking about last week, and uh, I ended up watching that whole t- season of that Trailer Park Boys jail that they did. <laughs> and it's fucking, for, for $1.99 a month, it, I think a swear net is worth it just to watch that. Because it's yeah, it's literally like a just a new season of Trailer Park Boys. It's just It takes place in jail. It's not like the other ones where they're out of the park or, or whatnot, where it feels like it's watered down Trailer Park Boys. No, this is like straight Trailer Park Boys. With like a lot of the characters from the show in there, but obviously, you know, they've got a scale down budget and whatnot because they're doing it exclusively through SwearNet and SwearNet, and not having that budget they would have if you know they did it through Netflix. But it's nice because they they do it. They it mostly takes place at the jail, but then you do have um, scenes that take place at Sunnyvale. So there's a, like a, cool, a good combination of of everything there. So I, I
1: I think it's well worth it. I kind of thought when you said the jail thing, I was like, man, that might be a way for them to kind of get back to their roots. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like man, they get a little big and it's fun. But every time, you know, once they get they go back to just doing shit themselves is when they come out with the best material.
0: Yep. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Cause I, I really like the animated series that they're that they've been doing, but I've really missed like live action trailer park boys. Yeah. And one thing I did like with this is that they did they had like a nice little tribute to uh john dunsworth in here um they had kind of a little sentimental moment with like randy and bubbles talking about Leahy, which was kind of nice very cool so definitely well worth it i highly recommend if anybody out there is a trailer park boys fan subscribe to Swearnet. i mean beyond just having this um 10 episode season of trailer park boys basically they've got a lot of other things they've got a lot of like behind the scenes stuff they've got other things like uh liquor stories with jim Leahy. i mean it's they've, they've got a ton of fucking shit and learn like learning guitar with bubbles i mean it's 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 there's a lot of good stuff on there so i highly highly recommend it for i mean for two bucks a month i mean that's less than a coffee you know <laughs> so it, I, I think it's well worth it and it's and it's supporting them because i mean you know those guys actually own the trademark for trailer park boy so they can do whatever they want with it and you know if, if they're getting good revenue from this you know what's stopping them from actually doing more stuff like that trailer park boys jail season you know on swearnet you know it's there's a lot that they could do if if they're getting the money for it so i i want to support that damn right damn, but um be, beyond that i i've been watching some more like old school wrestling i've been uh ended up watching wrestlemania 10 because uh, I'm trying to go through some of the WrestleManias, getting ready for WrestleMania this year, um, seeing as it's going to be semi-normal with people being in attendance this year, and not like last year it was really fucking awkward with yeah, nobody. I'm
1: forward to having fans in the show.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I've uh, been kind of just getting ready for that because obviously WrestleMania is coming up. What is it? The 10th and 11th
1: of April? Yeah, I something like that. So, be here before you know. It.
0: Right, it's only yeah, it's uh three weeks away. Yeah, the tenth and eleventh. So doing a two day event, just like last year, but which I, I think that'll be nice for this year, just to kind of split it up, especially with you know the restrictions and, and whatnot. It it helps to get
1: more fans in there. Yeah, so and I'm kind of used to honestly. WrestleMania is a weekend, so it yeah. has been even before they were splitting it up because of NXT and other shit going on, man. It's easy to get occupied for the weekend. Yep. Agreed. And I do the same thing you do. I watch the old ones. I forgot to mention. I watched the first one. That's all I've watched so far. Okay. I was testing out the Peacock, basically. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to test that out here
0: soon. I, I haven't signed up yet for it because um, I know the network subscription expired. So I got to sign up for What's that.
1: What's weird, man? I'm confused because I thought I was going to, like, I thought it was you pay for the Peacock and then you'd have to pay, like, an extra fee to get the WWE Mm-mm. thing. Nope but it's just part of it. Cause I get the peacock free and it's part of the free shit that I get. So yep. I was like, heck yeah, man. Can't be bad.
0: Yeah, definitely. What's nice is you, I, I think you can do like the $5 option. Um, like for people like me that don't get it for free. Yeah. And, um, what's nice is that they said that with the live events, uh, like WrestleMania and, and whatnot, they're not going to have commercials running during it. It's just that they'll do it afterwards when it's on, on demand. So, yeah,
1: I kind of feel it because I've had Fastlane on all night and I haven't seen it other than the normal WWE type stuff. You know yep. what I mean? I haven't seen an actual commercial break. But when I watched WrestleMania, there was two, which for three hours, two breaks. It's not bad. No. bad so. so, yeah, I got to
0: get myself signed up for that. And plus, I mean, I want to be able to watch The Office again. Seeing as I can't watch that on Netflix now. Um, yeah, they and I, got a
1: bunch of stuff on there, man. Yeah. I mean, it's mainly old school. and They got a few exclusive things. Definitely. It's not bad for five bucks, honestly. No,
0: God, no. Definitely not. But I'll probably end up getting the, the $10 option because that's what I was paying for the network anyways, just so I don't have the fucking commercials. So yeah, that's probably my plan. <laughs> At least for now, you know. We'll see how it goes. But uh yeah, beyond that, though, besides watching the Trailer Park Boys thing and like old WrestleManias and stuff, I haven't been doing a whole lot else besides that, just working really and, and playing Animal Crossing and Sea of Thieves, because I'm getting hooked on Sea of Thieves now, so playing with uh, uh, Kyle from Trick or Treat Trick or Treaters podcast and then um, Cece's husband Cece's from the Scream Queens, so we've been playing that um, a little bit so it's been a lot of fun and that's on Xbox Live, seeing as I got that on my computer so I've been downloading and playing a bunch of those games, so it's been a lot of fun. But uh, beyond that, then that's about all I've had going on this week. So, um, uh, not not a whole lot really going on <laughs> in my life right now. Just just kind of passing the time, just wishing we were going to fucking uh, Texas Frightmare here, here in about a month, but that ain't happening. So,
1: <laughs> but yeah, I'm just being patient.
0: Same. <laughs> As much as it sucks, I'm 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 still taking that week off next month because I just need a break from work too. So yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna take that week off still and just kind of
1: relax. Yeah, and... I'm looking forward to the Joe Bob. and Find out when these tickets go on soon.
0: Yeah, I'm still tempted to do that. I, I don't know if I'm gonna do it or not, but because I keep going back and forth because I, I really want to go to it. <laughs> But then at the same time, I'd rather save money, too, for Texas no, Frightmare. Here, here. And uh, Orlando, seeing as I'll be going there right after Texas Frightmare. So uh, it's just it's so hard to decide what I want to fucking do. So we'll we'll see what happens. Because, um, I mean, those tickets go on sale next month, if I remember right. So I got a little bit of time to decide. And and to even see if it's going to be worth it for me to to go, you know, depending on the ticket prices for it.
1: Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, because they're not, you know, they're a little bit different than they used to be there.
0: Mm-hmm. But, yeah, beyond that, uh, I've been doing a little bit of planning, too, because I, I want to look at uh, next year. I want to go back down to Dallas for WrestleMania, so I do want to hit that up next year, and uh, especially after, because WrestleMania will happen after I get my bonus from work, as long as I'm still getting a bonus from work, because... That's a whole other thing where like my whole department basically is being broken off to their own company, so that's gonna be interesting to see mm. how that's mm. all gonna work. But yeah, so I'm I'm planning on looking at going back to WrestleMania next year. I think that would be a lot of fun too. It'll be the first time I've been to a wrestling event, actually since WrestleMania, so
1: Oh, those are good ones to go to. <laughs>
0: exactly. You might as well go big if you're going to go. So. Be the first full-fledged WrestleMania in two years, obviously. So. But. Oh, did you. Speaking of wrestling, did you see about how they're doing like two Hall of Fame classes this year now?
1: I saw they were announcing new ones, so I kind of thought, well, maybe they were just adding. I wasn't sure. Yeah. <laughs> What was going on? Yeah, so they,
0: they've got the 2020 class, which is still remaining the same, other than minus maybe Batista, because I guess his thing was removed, so I don't know if he's actually going into the Hall of Fame anymore. <laughs> well, that doesn't upset me. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, like they've announced Molly Holly, and she's a part of the 2021 class, and you know, obviously they've been announcing new inductees for, for this year. So it, yeah, it's Eric interesting. Bischoff
1: was the other one I heard.
0: Yes, Bischoff, thank you. That's who I was forgetting. So, Bischoff was announced also. So, uh, it's going to be interesting how they're going to do that with uh, – because that's going to be a lot of fucking people if they're going to do it all in one night, you know, for the ceremony. Which, <laughs> those, those Hall of Fame ceremonies, obviously it's not going to go nearly as long as it normally would because you're not going to have the fucking crowd there to rile up the wrestlers being inducted. So... <laughs> <laughs> it could probably go a lot more smoothly.
1: No Michael Hayes running around singing right <laughs> to the whole audience. <laughs> yep, exactly.
0: No Mr. T rambling on for thirty <laughs> minutes about his mama. <laughs> oh, good stuff. But yeah, so it, it'll be interesting just to see how they do that, and especially if they got that many people. Because I mean, it, it's still probably going to be a huge, long event, you know. Because Hall of Fame usually runs three to four hours
1: easily. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. Definitely, I like reminiscing with the wrestlers. (laughs) Yep,
0: exactly. So that'll be a lot of fun just to see how they end up doing that. Because I guess from what they were saying that it's probably going to be the same kind of setup as they normally do for the Hall of Fame. Um, You know, obviously with the stage and everything. But uh, obviously, it's probably going to have like the Thunderdome set up with like the fans and whatnot. I I would, I would imagine. Unless yeah. they decided to do something totally different, so um, who knows? <laughs> that all remains to be seen. So we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. But super excited for WrestleMania this year. I definitely wasn't excited last year with everything going on because I didn't want to fucking no empty arena fucking WrestleMania because that that definitely didn't not feel like WrestleMania at all.
1: Not at all. Man. So
0: <laughs> it is what it is. I mean they they did what they had to. They should have just cancel it or postponed it or something. Even if they would have the show must go on dead. Right. <laughs> I, I understand that, but you know
1: just ass on
0: heart. <laughs> God. That's a, whole other... that was a
1: that was a bad joke. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well let's talk a little bit of news here. Um I I, I had a couple things and I know you said you had something. I, I, just to kind of kick things off, uh we got more information about the new Resident Evil movie this week. So the official title of the new Resident Evil movie is Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. And we had talked about previously where it combines elements from the first two games. So that has been confirmed that that is exactly what's happening. And um, the movie actually takes place in 1998 and will feature both the Spencer Spencer Mansion and the Raccoon City Police Department. So that's going to feature both of those places in this. Um, IGN actually did a interview with the director johannes roberts who says that he wanted to focus on the tone of the film and he said the thing that he loved about the games where they were just scary as hell and and that's what he wanted to try to capture was that kind of atmosphere so um it's raining it's constantly dark it's creepy um and and that kind of thing and also he said he, he was pulling inspiration from like john carpenter with like assault on precinct 13 in the fog for an for and like how he wanted to capture the feel of the film. So um it's it's very very positive what he's saying, you know, it remains to be seen what's going to actually going to come across on the screen, but that gives me at least hope for this cuz obviously the the other Resident Evil movies I I didn't like them at all. I mean, I'm even- not a big fan of that franchise
1: either, man. The only one I can really watch is the very first one they did cuz it's yes. somewhat of a horror movie. Exactly after that they're just action flicks but <laughs> yes exactly and they had no connection to the games which the games were so great so that does sound really cool man i hope it sounds like a horror flick man so yes it sounds cool man <laughs> i like it
0: very much so and so that that movie comes out september 3rd of this year so you should be able to see it in theaters um seeing as a lot of things are reopening with regards to theaters in the coming months before memorial day so it'll be exciting to be able to see that in theaters um and just to see movies in general, theaters, uh, kind of moving on from there though. Uh, we did get more information about the new season of American horror story. Not a whole lot of information, but, uh, Ryan Murphy, who obviously is the producer of the show, uh, confirmed the n- the new, uh, what is it? The subtitle of the show or whatever. So it's called American horror story, double feature. So it's going to be two stories within the one season, which, uh, you know, I uh, I have my issues with American Horror Story. The the first few seasons were great, but, like, it's so convoluted with with this show. (laughs) And so trying to break it up with two stories within a season where it, it already seems like with the show, especially in the later seasons, that they just don't have enough time to let the story breathe and, like, kind of naturally progress. It just seems like they're constantly, like, moving too quickly so i don't know how it's going to work with this with the uh two stories in one season and i i don't know how i feel Sounds about like
1: it it will be even more cluttered
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so i don't who knows it maybe it'll do it very well and this is maybe what it needed you know for this season i, I don't know because this is supposed to be like their biggest season yet and they're breaking it up into two different stories i just i just i'm not 100 percent behind that but I'm very like cautious when it comes to American Horror Story, just because, like I said, I-, I enjoyed the first like three seasons. Beyond that, though, I haven't really liked any of them.
1: So, yeah, the little bit I've seen, I haven't been big on. So, I tried to watch that '80s one, and I couldn't keep and I couldn't stay with it. So,
0: yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens. That's coming later this year. Um, kind of going back to movies, though, the thing I wanted to kind of touch on majorly with regards to news this week is we got a lot of information regarding the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre that's coming uh, this year. So um, Fede Alvarez did an interview with Bloody Disgusting's The Boo Crew podcast this week, and Alvarez confirmed that the new movie is indeed a sequel to the original movie, so they're going back to the whole uh, direct sequel to the original and um, it's going to be set many years after the events of that movie with Leatherface as a much older man. So we got a uh, confirmation of who's playing Leatherface as well. So we have uh, Mark Burnham from uh, Low Life who's going to be the latest actor to don the mask and the chainsaw in this. But we also got the news that they're bringing back the character Sally Hardesty in this movie. And so that's going to be played by Mandy and Sea Fever actress. Um, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher this name, but uh, her name's Owen Fourier. Um, so she'll be pay- playing a much older Sally Hardesty in this as well.
1: Everyone's getting old.
0: Right? <laughs> I mean, it's sad that obviously we can't have Marilyn Burns back because obviously she passed away, uh, what, six, seven years ago. So um, it's unfortunate that she wasn't able to come back for that because of that. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see both uh, uh Sally Hardesty back in because this is the first time that her character is actually going to be in the franchise again since the first movie.
1: And so yeah, that's cool, man. It should be good. We'll see.
0: Yeah, so it's it's going to be interesting, and I, I I do like what also um Fede Alvarez had said is that they wanted to go with a more old school approach with this movie. So just like they did with the Evil Dead remake, is like a lot of the old um, old school, like um, effects with like the the gore and everything is going to be very practical, and they they don't want to do anything in, uh anything uh, like VFX. So uh, they don't want they want to try to stay away from the. Uh, sp- well, after
1: watching this week's movie, that's refreshing to hear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, first well, shot. <laughs> well, to be fair, Dawn of the Dead they did mostly practical effects no, i
1: in movie. know i know it's just in there some and the
0: noise there there sense. is some yes there there is some and i'll we'll get into that because i i do have one scene in particular that really irks me with that movie so we'll, we'll get to, into that here shortly <laughs> um the last thing i had for for news for what i had for this week is uh man eater is finally coming to the switch so man eater is basically the the Jaws Simulator, um, and so people have been able to enjoy that on PS4, PC, and Xbox One. So that's finally come to the uh, coming to the Switch in May on the twenty fifth. Um, so that's pretty exciting because I've been wanting to play that game. I've been kind of holding off on buying it. Uh, I, I mean, I, I grabbed the PS5 version of it when it was free through the PS the PlayStation Network um, when they when that was uh, first yeah. done for the first game for of the month for. The PS five, but obviously I haven't been able to play because I don't have a PS five yet. So um so I've been kinda holding off, but I might end up buying buying this on the Switch just because I can always use more games for
1: the Switch. So um Yeah, I actually heard about that. I haven't played that yet, but it looks fun, man. I played there's some other shark game out there. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm not buying another shark game, but maybe right. on the Switch I will. <laughs> It'll be a lot of fun.
0: But that, that's all I had for for news for this week. What, what did you have?
1: Yeah, I only got... <clears throat> excuse me. I only got one thing, man. It's a Blu-ray release, actually. I'm doing Ted's job for him. So. Mm. <laughs> but um, Kino Lorber is going to release something that hasn't even been released on DVD, man. It's on Body Slam on June 15th, starring Roddy Piper and Captain Lou Albano. Really? It's a fun one from like the mid-'80s, man. Dirk Benedict, I think, is the other guy. But playing harry smilak it's got a bunch of wrestlers in it man tonga kid the barbarian warlord you name it, man. there's so many wrestlers in this movie okay but it's just a fun rock and roll wrestling kind of connection thing the guy's like a rock and roll agent and he gets roddy's obviously a wrestler and they work together and kind of do the whole rock and wrestling angle mm-hmm. that, um vince did but it's a decent 80s flick man so good to see that getting a release that's awesome <laughs> I, I, yeah, I i didn't even hear about that so. Of that so i'm happy <laughs> that's great
0: that's awesome that's definitely going to be a pre-order for me that's for sure oh,
1: yeah i don't think it's up for pre-order just yet but can't be too much longer so definitely <laughs> yeah i was fishing through their sale and their catalog and happened to see that i was like oh hell yeah man
0: <laughs> yeah and it's all year <laughs> i ended up spending quite a bit of money with keno during the recent yeah,
1: sale. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's a great sale, though. Yes, <laughs> definitely. It was. But I digress.
0: So um, are you ready to talk about Dawn of the Dead? Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's talk about 2004's Dawn of the Dead. Is this an international health hazard or a military concern? Both. Are these things alive or
1: dead? We don't know. Yeah. There is no more room in hell. The dead will walk the earth. Dawn of the Dead. Rated R. Is everyone dead? Dead Dead-ish.
0: Alright, so Dawn of the Dead was released on March 19th, 2004. It was directed by Zack Snyder. This was actually his debut directorial credit. Um, the cast, that, they actually had a had a pretty impressive cast for this movie. So they had uh, Sarah Pauly, Ving Rames, Jake Weber, Mackay Pfeiffer, and Ty Burrell. This had a budget of about $26 million and grossed a little over $102 million worldwide during its initial release, which honestly isn't too bad for a, a fucking horror movie, especially a zombie movie at the time. Um, so a little bit of trivia with regards to this movie is when Ving Rames actually heard... A remake of Dawn of the Dead was in production. He actually tracked down the producers to be in the film. Uh, some of the camera crew would wear plastic sheeting during the filming. Some of the gorier scenes in this, due to the amount of fake blood that was flying around, and they actually talked a lot about that during, uh, like the uh, like the special features on on the DVD or the Blu-ray. They, they, they had, a like, a really good, like, behind-the-scenes look at, like, all the makeup effects in this movie and, and whatnot, and it's so cool. And you had uh, David Leroy Anderson and Heather Langenkamp were kind of, like, their company was over doing the effects, which it was really cool to see that, and just kind of their whole process with doing, like, just these ton of zombies and all these different, um, like, effects uh, that they were doing in this movie. And then to kind of go along with that, not really effects-wise, but uh, kind of like uh, just uh, stylized-wise, the, the opening credits w- were done by a designer by the name of Kyle Cooper, and he actually used he- real human blood when designing the film's opening and closing credits. So when it kind of blows away, uh, that was actual blood that he was using. <laughs> so I thought that was
1: kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. I actually saw that all of, right when they finish, um filming this movie, I saw Zack Snyder and Sarah Polly, a couple of, man, I can't remember who all was. They were, uh, it was one of the last Fangoria events I ever went to. Mm-hmm. And they did a little panel. Bing Rhymes was supposed to be there. Who was who I wanted to see, but right. didn't make it. But, <laughs> but they gave me high hopes in the panel. Yeah. And I was kind of, I don't know. I've said before, I'm not a huge fan of this. So.
0: Which is all right. I mean every
1: not everybody's a huge fan of
0: this movie. I, I personally fucking love this movie. It's probably one of my top five remakes, favorite remakes um that are out there for sure. And actually probably top five
1: zombie movie too. Yeah, most people I walk come across when they seem to love this movie. Yeah. I mean man. like I I mean, know, man. I, like, I, have the, I mean you love the Georgia Man shit too. Oh yeah. something. There's something about that that it's ruined all other zombie shit for me. Sure. So I, I don't know how else to explain. Outside of Return of the Living Dead, which is like its own rock and roll show. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, like,
0: obviously, I'm I'm going to prefer the original Dawn of the Dead over this every day of the week. It's, it's my favorite zombie movie and probably my top two <laughs> favorite horror movies of all time. So that's that's, that's never going to change. So this one, as much as I love it, it's not nearly as much loved as the original. But I, I like what they did with this because obviously, you know, even though it's not really considered a zombie movie, like 28 Days Later kind of started this whole thing with the fast-moving infected or, or zombies or, or whatever the case you want to call it, you know. There was definitely a lot of, like, influence from that aspect because, I mean, you got... Cause, that movie like get your fucking adrenaline going because you know ho- like holy shit these fuckers are fucking fast. So I mean having it with this uh, I-, I I think it works to its benefit especially around this time um, when it was released and whatnot because obviously the the I can see the like the argument where the slow moving kind of shambling zombie isn't as scary you know I get it. So
1: this is like more fierce. that's my, one of my complaints I don't like the fast movie zombies i don't mind it in the 20 days later because i don't really look at them as zombies. exactly but I, I just it's hard for me to see dead rotting people moving fast right and, and I, more of a problem i have though than the moving fast is they're changing i feel like her husband like and the, that was the first thing i've noticed that i was upset about was like, mm-hmm. he was literally bit died on the bed bled out on the bed and then jumped out of the bed ready to eat right up a little fucking fast <laughs> it was a little quick I but- say, a lot of my complaints of this movie it's not a bad movie before i complain more it's not a bad movie <laughs> it's my little zombie corpse man it's me sure more than it's the movie so. sure no I, I i
0: i get it but yeah i mean it, definitely the more adrenaline pumping you know I, I i get what the appeal with that is and honestly for being a first movie for Zack Snyder, I, I think this is, he really nailed, nailed it and hit it out of the park. Um, you know, because, I mean, with Zack Snyder, uh, you know, I, a lot of his movies can be hit or miss, or the ones that he's done have been kind of hit or miss, because, like, you had this, then you had Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch was a fucking terrible movie. But then you had Man of Steel, which was okay. Um, I personally love Batman versus Superman, um, if we're talking, like, the unrated edition, because that's the way it should have been. And I thought that was a great movie. And obviously, Justice uh, League—that's the other thing I forgot. I watched Justice League this weekend. Fucking highly recommend it. It's so much better than twenty-seven. I
1: saw the four hours and was like, I'm gonna wait.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, it does—it doesn't feel like it's four hours long though. It really doesn't. But that's—that's a whole other story. I did watch that. Fucking amazing. Can't wait to buy it on Blu-ray and highly recommend it. But so I mean, he's—he's had some good things that he's done, you know, as as a director. Um, and this is just, I, I just think it's so well done. Um, and you, you have him directing it. James Gunn, who obviously guarding the gal guardians of the galaxy and whatnot, wrote the movie. Um, the writings on, and this is really good. Like I, I, I really like the characters in this. I think they did. Go ahead, you say yours, man. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I like what they did with the characters. Uh, like Almost everybody. Like, Sarah Pauly, I didn't really care for her character that much. I can't stand her. Like, I, I understand that she's supposed to be the main character, but she felt more of, like, a side character than anything,
1: you know? it's yes, the social justice warrior side character. It's, Trying to save everybody and and constantly causing problems.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I really felt like Ving Rames was, like, more, like, the lead character in this movie, you know? Yeah,
1: I enjoyed his performance. I don't, you know... Not his best performance, but he's one of the things I did enjoy in this movie. Mm -hmm. I like his relationship with the gun shop owner, too. Yes, Andy. That comes later. Yeah. So that was, I did like that. And I like Tom Savini's little sheriff (laughs) thing with the Twitchers. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Um, I just always, I I think they just go a little overly dramatic in this one. Okay. I don't know. I think they're trying to create a sense of dread where i don't know it just didn't come across that way to me it was just a little heavy on the drama especially from sarah polly's character maybe but.
0: yeah yeah her her
1: character just
0: overall like it wasn't bad i'm 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 not going to like shit on the character it is what it is i i just don't think she felt like a like a a main character in this which is really weird because she's like the main character in this movie. It just didn't feel like it. Um, like you had the the whole dynamic between her and the the other guy and their whole romance thing, kind of budding in the mall. And <laughs>
1: you mean Mr. Kevin Spacey want to be? I couldn't hit it the whole movie, and then towards the end when he's about to say goodbye to her to hit me, I was like, man, he's trying to be Kevin Spacey this whole fucking movie. <laughs> so. It, it it is what it is.
0: It, it's just it just really didn't feel like a main character, in, in in with how they this everything kind of played out. It is what it is. the The, the one character I did like was uh, Ty Burrell's character in this because. The dude is <laughs> <Me> so <too. laughs> the dude is so funny in in Modern Family and just to see him play this prick and he does a really good job of just making you hate his fucking guts. Yeah. And that just speaks to him as a as a fucking actor when he when he's playing this character of Steve in this movie because he's really hateable in this movie, but in Modern Family he's just so funny and he's just yeah, so lovable. He's
1: so lovable in Modern Family. He's such a just cool clunky dad but in this he's such a rich prick (laughs) but i love his smart ass attitude like even though he's a prick he's kind of right it's like yeah let's go get the boat and drive through the zombies that's a great fucking idea yes i was like i was on his side on that one this is fucking stupid (laughs) exactly y'all can go by yourselves (laughs) oh my god
0: so i i did talk about how I, i loved like the the practical effects that they did in this movie the one effect in this movie though that really, really pisses me off that they did, because it, it, they just should have never did it, was the fucking baby. Cause yeah, I it, hate that whole angle,
1: period. Oh, my God.
0: Number one, it's def, It's it looks so CG, you know? Because obviously it was a CGI thing that they yeah. did. And it was like the main CGI thing that they did in this movie, and it looks so fucking terrible. And... Like, I I didn't necessarily mind the whole zombie baby angle, even though it's very, very far-fetched. But at the same time, if they're going to do it, they shouldn't have did a fucking CGI
1: baby, you know? I liked him trying to, like, do what he did to keep his family, and he was thinking, like, that was cool, but that, you know, the whole, it was born and it's a zombie, I just thought that was corny, man. Mm -hmm. I think it would have been better if the lady just came in and shot her. Like, they didn't even have to have the baby be born. Right. (laughs) Or maybe you know he come to real, the realization and he kill her himself like that would have been more impactful to me. Yeah, like, I agree. I agree 100 percent on that. They just I like him as an actor, but I hated his role in this movie. That was yeah. like the first him and Bing Rhymes. Interaction in the bathroom. It was just such a typical ass scene from movies. And, <laughs> oh, I've had the ghetto life, and oh shut the fuck up. <laughs> <go>. <laughs> I can't stand that shit. I thought I was watching Dawn of the Dead, not Menace to Society. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh Jesus! Not everything is perfect in this movie. I
0: mean, that, no. it's it's, it's a very obvious. It, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's. I mean, it's a horror movie. I
1: mean, you know. Yeah, um, I'm just mean to it because I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay.
0: Um, the other, the other part, you know, not CG wise. I was going to say CGI wise, but VFX wise is uh, the thing I didn't care for, and you kind of talked about it a little bit. Was just kind of the running zombies when they're decaying, because towards the end there, that really kind of takes me out of it as much as i still like it if
1: that it felt like a video game almost right with the overhead shots and like you could tell it wasn't real mm-hmm. it's i mean it just really takes me out of it because
0: you're not going to have decaying bodies like that running like they're alive human beings I, I can understand if they're freshly dead like in the beginning of the movie being able to run yeah. like that but i think there should have been like a like a decline in how fast they're moving as they're starting to decay more because they should not be fucking running (laughs) full sprinting you know uh towards the end of the movie if they're all decaying like that it'd be one thing
1: something a lot of the new zombie movies miss out on man is other than walking dead i think is the only one even though they kind of lost me at some point but is is the returned from the grave zombies and not mm-hmm. half dead rot ones? Everybody's just a bunch of infected, fresh people running around. It's like yep, it's supposed to be all of them, you know what I mean? They're all coming back. Exactly, That's a side note.
0: <laughs> but um, that there there are some good moments of tension in this movie. Uh, one that comes to mind is when they go down to the into the garage when they're um when the lights go out and they're trying to find the you know, the generator and whatnot. Yeah.
1: That's probably my, one of my favorite scenes. If mm-hmm. not my favorite scenes up until they actually get to the gas generator. Yes. And I thought of them setting the zombies on fire should have caused an explosion, like in night of the living dead. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> but that whole,
0: when, when we first get, into it was tense, man. It's dark. Yes. Not to
1: cut you out of it. It's dark. Then you see the dog at first, which, you know, the dog is just a distraction.
0: mm-hmm <laughs> And then that amputee that played the zombie with the no legs crawling across the fucking ceiling, <laughs> that like when I first watched this movie when it first came out, that that honestly scared the shit out of me because I wasn't expecting it. Um, just seeing him just going across the fucking pipes and whatnot, and then just dropping on the dude. <laughs> I'm just like, oh fuck. So that 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 creeped me out the first time I watched it, and um. Yeah, I mean, that was great because it was super dark and obviously you're not going to be able to see where they're coming from and whatnot. So I I like that aspect. That reminded me a lot of like uh, 28 Days Later when they're um, going through the tunnel or whatnot um, in that movie and they're coming from the other side. So that kind of tension I love uh, with these kind of movies. Um, Beyond that, you had the whole... That stupid bitch that took the truck to go to the... The The gun store to chase after the fucking
1: dog. Well, how when the truck first shows up? I want to talk about that first. Sure, sure. Because they let all them fucking people in there. It's, man, I might have let some people in, but that fucking fat woman had to stay outside. She was obviously fucking <laughs> infected. Something was wrong with her. Like, letting her in was a big fucking mistake. Mm hmm. <laughs> I was like, of course, I'd have been with the security guys. I wouldn't have let nobody come in to the start with. Right. If I'd have been on their side, like, I completely understand trying to convince them. But if I'd have been in that mall first, I'd have shot them, (laughs) get away. (laughs) You know, that sounds terrible, but that's a fucked up situation, man. Find your own damn place. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. yeah. Yeah, that fat one. But then I thought, yeah, I wrote that on here. My doggy. That shit annoyed the fuck out of me. <laughs> my dog. Like, Andy's already dead, so that's not her fault. Right. right. Jeez, man. They had already established that
0: the zombies aren't gonna go after the dog, and she's freaking out about the fucking dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, she'd have got left at that point too. <laughs> and her little boyfriend who knew her all of like a week could have stayed with her. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh uh, yeah, I, I I remember watching or not watching, but reading something just a little while ago about kind of the time frame um, with regards to this movie, and they 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 estimated just based on how everything kind of went. This whole, like the events in this movie took place over the course of like a month, so um, they were like in this mall mm-hmm. for like a fucking month, and so it obviously wasn't a whole lot of time, and
1: yet you know. I uh, well I mean I'm making fun of them but their love was more realistic and believable than the two main people we were looking at. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Kevin Spacey and what's her face? <laughs> Sarah Pauly. <laughs> yeah. God. I, he's I- just so it's okay. We'll be all right. We can do this, guys. But I'm going to have to shoot him in the head. <laughs> i like how they're
0: in the bus and he's because they they fucking rigged up those buses and those buses look badass by the way that's just a side note like,
1: that's the first time he's seen real he's like cool huh
0: <laughs> and then his whole his whole thing this is where some of the writing gets a little cheesy when he does the whole thing like i'm trying and she's like <laughs> i know and they kiss i'm like what the fuck is this <laughs> this is so bad <laughs>
1: She got over her husband pretty fast, but <laughs> yeah, no kidding, <laughs> Jesus, I always thought that about um walking dead, not to get too sidetracked. A lot of people tried to sympathize with his wife, and I thought, and Rick was gone for how long, and she starts screwing someone not just anybody but his best friend, <laughs> right, yeah, she's a great person <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. Much as I love James Gunn, some of the writing in
1: here can be a little cringy, <laughs> for sure. How, how about I got a nickname for him, man, Tucker Two Pistols. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene, man, all for him to get killed anyways. Yes. <laughs> he's being pulled and he's just fucking just nailing these fucking zombies, yeah.
0: headshots left and right. Yeah. Fucking broken legs being dragged through the fucking sewer. I mean, Jesus, poor yeah. guy. <laughs>
1: Hey, that sucked. Fall through a manhole. I was like, that would have happened to me. That would have been me. All that shit going (laughs) out. Fall through the fucking manhole. Poor Tucker. How'd you die? It wasn't the zombies. (laughs) My dumb ass fell through a manhole. (laughs) That's probably better, actually. though. (laughs) Uh, Until he got attacked, anyways. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What about the headshot
0: on Andy when they go to the gun store, though? Yeah, that was, that was f- a cool. fucking explosion just just <laughs> like the original Dawn of the Dead. I, I think it was a good call out to that, and that that head just fucking blew. <laughs> I
1: mean, like I thought that was the best call out to it. Mm-hmm. They did the little store name, which was okay. Alan yeah. Ross, yep, yeah. I thought you know some of the other stuff. I love Tony or oh, God, I it. Ken Forey. Ken Forty, but I don't know. I that scene just didn't work for me. <laughs> it just felt so out of place and throwing in yeah but at least they. i mean they tried to do something i guess i don't know
0: yeah and then you had scott Reiniger who was playing that colonel or whatever at yeah, yeah. camp or fort david or whatever it is or fort pastor sorry so yeah, they Schoenie had that a, a few awesome nice call outs <laughs> so i mean overall uh the well, there was something else i wanted to talk about here
1: I want to say their plan to get on the boat I thought was ignorant. To think that Mm -hmm. you're going to find an island where people aren't. I don't know, man. I thought it was kind of ignorant. Like Islands have people too. Right. Maybe they weren't thinking big enough. Because I thought she made a comment. She's like, it's the Bites. I think it's the Bites. And I was like, you think so? Like, (laughs) how did it take you that long to figure this shit out? I don't know. So, I didn't like the island. Even though I understand the thought of can we really sit here forever? Because at some point they couldn't, you know. Right. I just don't know if the island idea was great, but I enjoy the hell out of the clips at the end where you get to see what happens as they try to find the island. So, yes. That ending, that was kinda, those that was cool. Yeah, th-
0: those ending and opening credits are are so fucking good. Like that opening sequence with like the news footage mixed with the you know the. The quote-unquote news footage, obviously it's, you know, stuff that they made for the movie. And then mixing with the Johnny Cash song and the the blood credits, I, the whole thing was just fucking well done. And then the end credits where they have the, the flashes of um, Steve's, like, past life with hookers or whatever, and then <laughs> yeah. the stuff that they were recording at that point and, and getting to the island and then breaking into Down with a Sickness at the very end, I thought that was great. but yeah the you know the whole escape thing uh with the buses i thought was a really well done scene and I, I thought that brought up a lot of tension too. just having thousands of zombies surrounding the buses and then them blowing up a good portion of them with <laughs> propane tanks i thought was a great touch um to kind of clear the way and then yeah i mean i, I I still had something else I wanted to cover. I don't remember what it is, but whatever. Um, honestly, just with this movie in general, I I I really like this movie a, a lot, and I have ever since it came out. And I I know not everybody's a fan of it. That's pretty obvious, but uh, like I said, it's it's probably one of my favorite remakes that are out there. And actually, the the two. Well, there's three George Romero remakes I really like. Obviously, the first one being Night of the Living Dead that was done by Tom Savini. This one, and then The Crazies. Like, Day of the Dead, that can fuck off um, with regards to the remakes. Yeah,
1: and uh, thanks for that. Because as much as I give this movie shit day of the dead is not even worth existing no a remake so <laughs> either one I, of them <laughs> I, I mean i love both george's dawn and day day is my favorite over dawn but they're mm-hmm. both excellent movies but and they did that. they did like a sequel everything i've seen that had the day of the dead name attached to it was shit so yeah they're they're blasphemy watch this don't watch those <laughs> right exactly
0: um so if I were to rate this movie, uh, I would rate this one probably four and a half out of five for myself. I, I, I personally think it's a solid movie. Other than a, a couple of things like the the zombie baby and some of the dialogue and, like, Sarah Paul's character not really feeling like a, an actual lead character in this movie. Uh, those are kind of the downsides for me. But otherwise, I, I think everything else is pretty solid. So I, I would definitely, no, actually not four 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 and a half out of five. I, I would probably
1: do four out of five just based on those things. Well, I'll give it a three, but since they named it Dawn of the Dead, I'm giving it a two and a half. They should have named it Attack of the Zombies, something, man, anything but Dawn of the Dead, and I might appreciate this movie a little more. I can't get over it. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. No, but it's a three, man. It's a it's a decent flick. I just there's a couple things that yeah, bug me. It's your typical early two thousands horror, I guess. So. Sure. All right.
0: Well, we would also love to know what you guys think. You can always reach out to us through our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at CLS Podcasts. We definitely hope that you guys enjoyed this week's show. Um, Next week, we'll be closing out our remake Madness Month with taking a look at George Romero, not George Romero's The Crazies, but the remake of George Romero's The Crazies from 2010. Um, That's another one I really enjoy, like I had mentioned. So I'm looking forward to revisiting that again and talking about that next week. but as we leave, are there any final words as we go?
1: Well, there's two things, man. One I meant to mention before we got into the movie. But hopefully he's listened this far in, man. He's a longtime listener, man, faithful listener, and he's a good friend of ours. I just want to give a special shout-out to the Docking, man. Like, he's been having some trouble, and we just – CLS has got your back, man, in your corner. If you need anything, just let us know. And we love you, man, so get better. And my final kind of just random thought is if the road to hell is paved with good intentions, then who's in heaven? My last thought of the day.
0: It's kind of a heavy thought. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it though. But yeah, definitely docking. If you're listening, Uh, we hope that you're getting better here. Um, We do love you, dude. So get better soon. But with that, we will see you guys next week.
1: This episode of the Crystal Lake Soldiers Podcast is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at CLS Podcast. Until next time, Stay safe cappers